It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Alec trying to steer around, picked off, centered, they score! Feather back over to Manny, splits the defense, his shot, he scores! Back in his own end there was Shillington, on collision, VL, centering feed, they score! This is CUDA Confidential, the official podcast of the San Jose Sharks AHL affiliate, the San Jose Barracuda. Here are your hosts, Nick Nolenberger and Joey Goldstein. Hello, welcome to another edition of Cuda Confidential, the official podcast of the San Jose Barracuda. We had some technical issues. We've been trying to get this thing dialed, so yep. uh, about 10 times a charm. So we're joined alongside by Joachim Blickfeld, Barracuda All-Star. So, Blitchy, we appreciate uh, the patience. Appreciate the patience. And after everything was said, on, said and done, you get the best headset. So, you know, you should feel... Win-win. <laughs> Win-win. Uh, we had day one yesterday of the All-Star festivities. We had the skills competition, fastest skater, harder shot, um, the target practice. What are uh, Fast what skater, hardest shot, um, accuracy shooting, breakaway relay, uh, pass and score, rapid fire, and they get a bunch of different, different events, some different things that you don't really see on the NHL level, uh, but some, some fun events nonetheless. Well, we, we asked you three or four times on, on your thoughts of uh, Martin Furchon. So I don't know if we're going to ask you to get here. We, we thought we had the podcast working. We didn't. And we asked Blitchy a couple different times. Martin Furchon, 109.2, a new world record. So that was kind of cool. We saw history um, in front of our own eyes. That was an absolute bomb. I know some of the guys have talked about how hard his shot is when you faced him this year um, as a member of the Ontario Reign. But to see it in person, um, you know, with everybody focusing on him, I thought that was that was pretty darn impressive how he's able to shoot a puck. Yeah, he shoots uh, pretty hard. And I'm pretty glad I'm not a goalie. <laughs> You're pretty <laughs> glad you didn't have to block that yeah. shot. I thought maybe uh, uh, something they should add next year is you got a like a block shot. Um, just gotta stand there and take it. You just got a block shot. Sounds yeah. miserable. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sounds <laughs> miserable. Shaking his head, he's like, "No, I, I think I'm good. I'll pass." Yeah. Um, but something different for you, you know, this is your first year in the American Hockey League. So, you know, you're still getting adjusted to the pro game. You've been up and down with the Sharks played, I think, three games now for the big club. Um, but uh, a majority of your, your rookie campaign has been spent here in the American Hockey League. But an opportunity to kind of mingle, meet some new guys around the league, see some different sweaters. Um, are you just trying to maybe soak in the next couple of days and, and just enjoy the moment? Yeah, I'm just uh, trying to enjoy it while I'm here. Uh, obviously, I didn't know uh, anyone coming in here. Um, uh, actually, I was on the bus to the skills yesterday, and uh, Rudolph came in. And I didn't know he was here, so uh, that was pretty cool. Um, obviously, there's a couple Swedes here, and uh, so I've been talking a, a bit with them. So uh, it's been fun so far. Yeah, Rudolph Spalsers, former Barracuda Ford, former Sharks prospect. Of course, went over to Ottawa in that trade that included Eric Carlson a couple years back. Good to see him. I hadn't seen Rudy yeah. since uh, since he got traded either. He misses the California weather. I know his girlfriend can confirm that as well. She misses the California weather. Um, uh, we miss him too. He, he was a, he was a good guy to have around, and um, doing some good things with a very good uh, Belleville team. You know, yeah, they're rolling yeah, they're, right now. So. He's talked. We talked to him a bit yesterday, and 
that's the thing, you know, as, as much as Ottawa has their struggles going on with the big club, their uh, AHL team is an absolute force right now. So uh, all things clicking between Rudy and, and, and Batherson and Josh Norris out there really kind of leading the way. They are a force to be reckoned with. So you were able to do the hardest shot. You hit uh, around 95. Um, pretty darn impressive. Just a hair under uh, your your teammate Jake Middleton, who I think what he had 96 is what we were saying uh, yeah. last night. Yeah. So and, and he, he shot you a text. Uh, was it before or after after you did it? Uh, yeah, uh, he texted me. Uh, I was just just go and have fun and enjoy it. And I was like, you want to put a hundred bucks? On? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, no, I I fell my first time. So. Uh, I guess he saw what I shot and he he called me right away and <laughs> said I owe him a hundred bucks. But hey, he backed we'll out of it though. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Did he give you any advice? I mean, obviously go out and have fun with it, but he give you any any pointers as to how to approach the hardest shot competition? No, not really. He's just uh, have fun and say I'm an all star, so just go have fun with all the other guys and and uh, yeah, uh, enjoy it. You know, going into this year, I'm sure you had some ex- expectations for yourself, some goals. Um, you know, how would you rate your season so far? You are an all-star. You're, you're second on the AHL team in goals. You're second in scoring overall. Um, you've been up and down, so you haven't been in the lineup uh, every night. But you've also got your first taste of the NHL. So um, how has how your first year gone so far in your, in your own mind um, here at the pro level? Uh, I think it's been good. Obviously, the, we have a bit team struggling right now. But uh, personally, I think it's, uh, it's been good. Um, like you said, I got a couple games in, in the NHL and that's where I want to be um and personally in the in the with the CUDA I think uh almost a point a game so uh I think I've I've done well there's more to give um but yeah overall I think it's uh it's been a good season for me so far but it's not really what you want when, when your team is is uh struggling like we do right now well, last year, we've talked about it a couple times, but, you know, you were disappointed when you got sent back to junior, but you go there and it almost, you know, maybe took you a couple of days, but you embraced the opportunity and you ended up leading the WHL and scoring, you know, one of the best players in the entire CHL. How big was that just for, you know, your own in your mind, knowing that, you know, you can not only at that level, you could be successful, but going into now this year, first year pro, how how much did that help in terms of a confidence standpoint? It helped a lot. Obviously, when I got sent back, uh, uh, you know, I really wanted to stay last year, but it it didn't work out that way. And when I got sent back, I was always sad. And but I was talking to my coach in Portland and decided to make the best out of it and obviously it turned out uh, it really good um, and helped me a lot my confidence and also I think that the part where I did so well last year helped me a lot this year while I'm doing pretty good this year uh, it's because I had uh, you know all those points and, and goals last year so that helped my uh, my confidence so walk us through you know the process you know seventh round pick by the Sharks but to get from Denmark over to the Western Hockey League and that process, getting adjusted to being in the States and, and playing in a new league and a smaller playing surface, you know, walk us through that process and how you even got, you know, out to Portland, um, you know, getting over and coming over. I'm sure you were drafted in the import draft, uh, but just that process and, and the adjustment to a new country. Yeah, you know, I actually moved to Sweden the day after I turned uh, 16. I played two years in Sweden. Uh, then I got drafted. Um, 
or actually the year before that, I uh, had an opportunity to go to Halifax, uh, and I, I, I turned that down. And then, uh, uh, luckily, uh, Portland uh, wanted me to come over, and you know, those two places, it's not, uh, not a bad place to play. Um, so I was lucky uh, that Portland wanted me, and I uh, came, uh, came to Portland, and it was... Uh, very different from from Sweden, that's for sure. Um, you know, the fan base in Portland is is, is nuts, um, and like you said, the smaller ice surface is uh, is something you have to get used to. Uh, I think it took me a little bit to get used to, and uh, you know, but uh, as long as you you play every game and you try to improve your your game there, it's uh, it's helped me a lot for sure to to play in Portland with all the coaches and, and teammates I had. What's it been like? So you, you come here and you get you're very close with Alexander True. You guys are rooming together, but both from Denmark. I think you guys you know played nationally together, played against each other in the dub. What's it been like having someone like that to kind of lean on here, your first year pro, and and who's I mean this is his third year here, just someone who's a bit more established. What's it been like having him as a resource? Oh, it's awesome. He's almost kind of like my dad. So uh, <laughs> he he's helped me a lot uh, with everything from the first day I got here, um, you know, taking IKEA and get all the stuff. And obviously he's driving me around everywhere. So uh, it's, uh, it's been awesome having him by my side. I know you when you first got told that you were going to go up to the NHL, I know he was as excited as you were when you found out the news when he gets his first chance up in the nhl do you expect a, a similar response from your own side oh of course you know we've been talking about it a lot and you know it's our dream to to play in the nhl so when i uh when i told him i i got the call up uh, we both got it, uh some wet eyes there and <laughs> it's uh you know he's happy for me and i'm happy for him so i i definitely uh hope uh, he's gonna get his chance soon do you guys feel, you know, I'm sure there's a point of pride, but being that you're from a country in Denmark that's not producing a ton of guys that are getting to the NHL, but I, I'm sure the game is growing there. But, you know, you guys are almost kind of carrying the torch in a sense because you're in a small little fraternity of guys from your from your home country. So it's got to be, you know, a lot of pride that goes along with getting the level you're at and continuing to forge along. Yeah, of course. I think there's only... A handful of Danes in the NHL right now, so it was definitely a privilege to 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 be another one from Denmark in the NHL. And uh, I think uh, you know Denmark doesn't produce a lot of NHL players um, or a lot of players that plays over here. So it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely pretty cool to be to be from such a small country and uh, play in the, in the NHL. I want to get back and talk more about the experience here this weekend and all the fanfare and everything that's going on yesterday when you guys got to the skills competition they had this red carpet rolled out for you guys and it was aligned with fans there everybody was cheering whether you're from san diego san jose ontario or you're from you know a division out on on the east coast where fans out here don't get to see them what was that like kind of seeing the response from the fans as you guys got off the bus and walked down the carpet into the arena it was pretty cool obviously there's a lot of fans from all over and there everybody was cheering on you when you walked into the arena so that was pretty cool and see how uh, actually see how uh, passionate the fans are here you know uh, they don't like the goals that's for sure that's what we found out yesterday when they introduced all the the golf players so Those uh, booze were loud. I was yeah. gonna ask they you were because loud. we we were kind of joking as they were doing the introductions. Are they gonna boo 
I heard you some as well. Too, yeah. But yeah. Ne- not nearly not as many. Not nearly as many, but I heard a couple too, yeah. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Being the villain, is uh, it can kind of be a, a fun role, I'm, I'm sure, uh, to fill. But now going into today, I mean, we're, we're a few hours. This will this will be played uh, on Tuesday, but uh, we're recording prior to the, the three-on-three tournament. Um, being a skilled forward uh, with a good shot, um, what's uh, your expectations going into tonight's game? And uh, can you give us any sort of prediction? We wouldn't ask that for a regular season game, but uh, you think you're going to be able to get a couple tucks tonight? Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, going, yeah. I'm going Bardis. Are, are, you go- Barsky. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you going for MVP honors? Is that, a, is that a goal? No, I'm just trying to have fun out there and let's see where it takes me. But uh, I'm definitely trying to get some goals out there. Tonight. I feel like Hurdle set the bar oh, for yeah. San Jose All-Stars this year. You know, I think he had four goals on the weekend. He had the game winner uh, together. He had five. Five and, and four uh, in one game. Four in one game. That's what it was. But he had the game winner in the uh, their, their final game. So I feel like he kind of set the bar for you to kind of go and maybe show him up or, or one-up him. Yeah, we'll double that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. double that. I love that's, it. I mean, I, I love that. That sounds great. I don't, I don't know if you're, you're too young for it, but, you know, of course, the Sharks hosted the All-Star game last year, but when they first hosted it with Owen Nolan way back in the day, I don't know if you've ever seen the clip of him moving down the ice and he points in the top corner and he's able to beat Dominic Asher. Is that something that I could see you oh, doing? Oh, that would be amazing. I should have thought about that. That's amazing. breakaway. I should have done that. <laughs> you should have. Maybe, maybe. Weekend's not over. There. Yeah. yeah if you get that. a clean break, Maybe you got to call your shot. Yeah, I'll do that for sure. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, just as you carry along on this season and, you know, and, and moving moving forward here and trying to get back into the conversation internally from the group. As we look at the Barracuda, it seems like you guys, the confidence is still high in the locker room. You guys know you have the capabilities of being one of the you know the top teams in the league. Now, it's not happening in terms of win losses right now, but the confidence still seems pretty high among the group. Is that, is that safe to say that's true? Yeah, you know, everybody in the room knows that we got a great team. We have a ton of skills in there and just... You know, it hasn't gone the way we wanted to, and even though last game we could see we've been we were leading until the third, and they came came back and uh, and scored the winning goal in the last minute or so, and that's just how it's been for us the whole season, I think. Uh, but you can see when we played top teams like Tucson and Stockton, and we we can win over those guys too, and and we just have to do it against teams that's you know right above us in the standings and not in the top. So we got to bring our our A game, like every game, and I think when we do win those uh, games against the top teams, we feel in the locker room we can be in the top of the standings if we haven't lost all those games. But um, we we do have a great team, and there's still a way with, that we can uh, bounce in a playoff uh, spot. So uh, we're still going for it for sure. Getting away from the rink a little bit, obviously being out in San Jose kind of for the first time on a full-time basis. You were here um, a couple years ago after your junior season ended as we were in the playoff run. But now that you're here for a full year, what are you kind of, what are the things you're doing outside the rink to kind of get away from the game a little bit? Are you, are you golfing? Are you taking trips up to the city? What kind of stuff are you up to? I've just been golfing with the boys. Uh, in the beginning of the year, we golf almost every day, I think, and now it's slowed down a bit. Uh, just me and Trudy hanging out. Uh, my girlfriend actually came in uh, the other week, and she wanted to go see the rose garden or something. I told her there's no roses now. <laughs> yes. She's like, "Oh yeah, there is." And we went, and there was all bushes. There's no roses, so that's uh, 
a little disappointed. A little disappointed, but I, uh, yeah, I'm just hanging out with, with Trusi and, and the guys that lives in our complex, and we're having a lot of fun. You mentioned that Trusi's almost like your dad, in, in a sense. You guys are living together. Um, as a roommate, Who you know? who's the, the cleaner one of the two? I'm assuming from your answer, it's probably going to be Trusi. Who's cooking? Who's kind of taking care of everything? Um, what's the dynamic between you two in terms of being roommates? Um, Trusi definitely lets me know if there's anything to, to, to be cleaned up, but I think I'm pretty good. Um, uh, I actually cooked a lot lately, so... Uh, you know, you got to do what, uh, obviously, like I said, he drives me around everywhere. So I got to gotta do the stuff that makes him happy so he doesn't get tired of me. Um, but, you know, I clean the floors and do the laundry a couple of times. So, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I think I'm a good roommate. <laughs> yeah, you got to pull your weight a little bit, you know. Are you, uh, with him, you know, driving you around everywhere, you, you ponying up for gas or taking the car to get washed, doing anything to kind of reciprocate that? Um, I'm not paying for gas, no. <laughs> but I, I told him uh, if if I will get a month up in NHL, I'll pay the rent. So, um, yeah, I think uh, we are almost there. So I'll, I'll pay the rent next time. Is there any dishes you said you've been uh, cooking? Is there any dishes from back home, like a signature dish that just reminds you of back home that maybe even Trusi cooks or you cook for Trusi? Yeah, I tried to do do a, a Christmas uh, dessert kind of thing. Uh, we didn't really have all the ingredients in the Whole Foods, so I was kind of just like uh, trying to mix stuff together that kind of looked like it. It did not taste the same way. I'll tell you that. And Trusi, Trusi made some too. It tastes it tastes really good. Um, and I, a couple of days later, I uh, I was gonna try it too. It did not taste the same way, but. Uh, we're trying to, you know, make dishes from from home and um, that we like. Uh, Trusi's mom and dad actually came over and they brought some from for us. So uh, it was uh, it was really nice to get a taste of home again. What uh, what is the t- what type of food is it? What what do you what is known in Denmark? Um, like potatoes, uh, meat. Uh, sauce but it's not it's not like a gravy sauce it's like uh i don't know what you call it but it's great sauce <laughs> so it's got you've got i'm sure you've got influences from northern europe and a lot of in a lot of the food so you know i know i mean i'm not a total connoisseur on on the on the menu but you've got you know your 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 sausages and your potatoes as you mentioned your starches and stuff like that you know more um you know that that range of type of food you see in Finland and stuff. It, it's big, uh, the sausages and stuff like that. Yeah, it was weird. At first, when I got over here, we went to a steakhouse and we just got uh, a steak on a plate and some mashed potatoes on the side. And I was like, w- w- "Where's the sauce? <laughs> you gotta have the sauce. <laughs> the sauce is the key." Yeah. What type of sauce? Like, how would you describe it? The Bernay sauce is the best. Okay, I love that. Hmm. Is that what you? So we saw you last night after the. Uh, skills competition. There's a steakhouse here at the hotel. That's where we grabbed the bite to eat. We saw you there. What was uh, what'd you order? Uh, I ordered a filet mignon with uh, Bernay sauce. You are getting used to the NHL lifestyle. That's an NHL. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're going with tri-tip when you're down at, uh, in the American. Yeah. You start getting more games in the NHL. Uh, speaking of the NHL, how's it been being around you know, the guys are in that locker room. It's been a bit of a tough season for both groups, but, you know, there's some legends in that room. You know, Joe Thornton, Patrick Marlowe, uh, Eric Carlson. How has it been just 
or being around those guys and soaking up some of you know their wisdom no it's unreal you know even when i was young you you were watching those guys on youtube and and all the clips and you know my first game i played with patty so it's uh, it was an unreal feeling and just to be in the room and seeing what those guys are doing on and off the ice it's uh it's, it's pretty cool there's somebody when you were growing up that you tried to emulate your game after somebody you looked up to who was playing in the NHL not really you know every, when we were younger everybody obviously was looking at Crosby and Ovechkin and I think those were just the two kind of guys everybody was watching and you know playing street hockey and saying oh, I'm, I'm Ovechkin now so <laughs> uh yeah so you, when you originally got drafted by the Sharks I mean you got drafted in the final round late right um was there any doubt in your mind? Like, did did you start to have some doubt that maybe you weren't going to get drafted? What was the conversation leading into the draft? Were, were there was a, was there a projected point in which you thought you would go? No, I didn't really have any expectations. Uh, a funny story. Uh, one of my uh, oh my best friend, we were watching uh, the draft because we had one of our buddies getting drafted to uh, Chicago. He went in the fifth round, and uh, I was on my bike, so I was going home and. Uh, I see another Danish guy uh, get drafted in the seventh round, two two oh nine, I think it was, and I actually got a, a little pissed, so I turned my <laughs> phone off. And he, yeah, there's like a long road uh, going into his house. So I was like halfway, halfway out, and I was in the middle of the woods, and uh, I saw him get drafted. I turned it off. Uh, I turned it back on because San Jose was picking next and I've been talking to, to San Jose and I was like, there might be a chance. I turned it on and I see my name and I go nuts. <laughs> I, I run in the middle of the woods and just start yelling and I was biking home and singing songs all the way home. <laughs> uh, you know, and I saw my family and gave them a hug and uh, it was a pretty, pretty cool uh, experience. What was the, did you know anything about the Sharks? Um, before you drafted, what, what were what were your thoughts on the organization? You know, as you got drafted by him, and even leading into the draft, uh, I didn't really know that much. And obviously, you've been as a guy that's played hockey, and you follow on almost every NHL team, see highlights and and stuff. Um, I was just uh, I didn't really care what team it was. It's the NHL, so it's it's pretty cool whatever team you go to. I get. I want to know so. There's, for fans who obviously wouldn't know, but in our equipment room, both <laughs> here in uh, at the arena in at SAP Center and at the practice rink, there are photos of you hanging up in both equipment rooms that uh, were sent to us by Portland's equipment manager. What's the backstory on those? Uh, it's a funny story, actually, because uh, in Portland, we have a wall with all the captains. Uh, um, and... Uh, my equipment manager, Peaches, uh, made a picture of me, and he put me on that captain's wall um, uh, just to, to be a, f a funny guy. And I walk in, I saw my, my, my picture up there, and I was like, what's going on? Did I just become the captain or something? <laughs> but uh, that wasn't the case. Uh, and then he just hung it up in, in, uh, in his room, and obviously I had a, a really good year last year, so he shot me a text and, and said he sent it uh, to, to Murph. Um, so I told Murph, you got to put it up because I had a good season last year. I might, uh, I'm a bit superstitious, so I told him he had to put it up. And obviously, I'm a great looking guy. So. <laughs> yeah, it's hanging up right, uh, right, right next to the sharpener. Like as soon as you walk into the equipment room at, at SAP Center, it is 
smack dab in front of your there, face. Yeah, it's good every time Murph is sharp and skates, he's got a great guy looking at him. <laughs> and it's just funny too because it's literally, it's just, it's it's your shark's headshot and it's cropped. So like you can only see like like your chest up and it's just in the middle of this white eight and, and a half by 11 piece of paper. There's, and there's nothing else on the wall. So it is pretty funny. Uh, it is pretty funny to see. You said you're a superstitious guy on uh, on game days. What is your what's your routine look like? Is there you're doing the same things obviously over and over again? What is walk us through that? I uh, yeah, obviously we do the morning skates. Uh, I go home and uh, make a meal and watch some Netflix and uh, sleep for like an hour, an hour and a half. And Juicy, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's his car, and so he's controlling the music and. Uh, this this song, a particular song, I want to hear. And Trucy having he doesn't want to hear it lately, so I've been giving it to him a, a little bit. Um, uh, last game, I finally got to hear it again, and we didn't win, so now I can't hear it anymore. <laughs> You're done with it. Yeah, I'm done with it. Do you have like when you get to the rink? Is there a certain way you you prepare for the game? Do you like there's guys who put their equipment on a certain way, or they tape their six a certain way, or they? Do, do different things you do anything like that uh i, I go i'll go left to right so left skate and left glove left elbow pad and uh otherwise i'm i'm pretty laid back i don't really uh do a whole lot before the game what about your stick hey some guys go you know toe to heel heel to toe is, is there a certain way you like to tape your stick mid to toe mid to toe mid to toe Oh yeah, you have you have just the you start right in the middle and you go to the toe. So, yeah. uh, how do you start with how do you get that uh, tape job? I just think it looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> it looks pretty sharp. Get yeah. the whole toe cover. Yeah. Um, who would you say is the the DJ in the room? Or would you, are you involved a little bit in, in picking out the music? Nick Desimone. Nick DeSimone. He's doing the the music. He yeah. chose the music too for the pre for uh, warm ups yeah, too. Right? He's our warm up guy. Yep. So all complaints. Go to Desi. Yep. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah, he yeah, he loves that. I think, really loves <laughs> loves to hear that. No, he's um, uh, he's pretty good. You know, uh, every when a guy comes up and tells him he want to hear a song, he puts the song on. So uh, he's a, he's a good DJ. Yeah, yeah, he's not. There have been some jams, and I mean, in the locker room for for practice days, there have been some yeah. some real throwbacks in there. Yeah, right here. So that's a big. Uh, it's it's an important uh, role. Yeah. Very oh, absolutely. Because and it's a it's a tough role to have. Yeah, I mean, we've talked to the guys before. Because but I have to say, sometimes there's some absolute horrible songs too. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? A, I mean, there's a lot of country that gets played in there. Do you mind? I love country. You like country? I love country. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair we enough. we were talking to Trevor Carrick uh, last week. A cowboy. And uh, yeah, he is a he is an absolute cowboy. But we were talking about with him about his flow and his long hair. He you're, just want to look like he want to look like me. That's basically. <laughs> so he, I mean, he's pretty confident himself. He thinks he's kind of up there and setting the bar. Would you say you're the one setting the bar as far as flow goes for the Barracuda? Yeah, I got the best flow. Yeah. <laughs> no, right. Trev's got some some great hair. Yeah, yeah. So we asked Trev because he has curly hair. I asked him if his girlfriend's ever straightened his hair, and he said he he admitted she has just for fun. Um, you've got blonde hair. I've got blonde hair, so I know how it is. Do you ever have you ever put lemon in your hair to make your hair more blonde? No. Okay. Lemon. Lemon. Does have you ever work? heard that? No. No, that's it's, a, it's, it's a thing. My mom used to do yeah, that. When, my like, mom when we and were my little, aunt, she'd my put in our hair. Aunt. We'd sit out by the pool because yep. it lightens it, it up a little it blonder. bit. Really? Yes. Yep. I didn't know that. Ask your girlfriend if she's ever done. She's got blonde hair. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Find out. Never heard about it. So we so we'll have a flow off, I guess, and maybe maybe we'll have the guys vote on who's got the best. We might have to. Yeah. But you could have the best lettuce for a forward, 
Trev can have it for a D man. Now we need our goalies. Joe Joe the Wall, he's got short hair. Yeah, I don't. Both I have don't short hair. Yeah, they, Sazi has has pretty good lettuce, but um, Shorty has short hair too. Yeah, so. they've all got short hair. Yeah, it's probably it's got to be some. I feel like you don't see goalies who have long hair very often like that. Yeah, having to wear it under the mask probably. Patrick Wall had a nice nice little kind yeah, of but that's yeah, it's a little different a little though. Throwback though. <laughs> cool man. Well, you got anything else, Joe? No, not really. I mean, I think you're looking forward to the game tonight and your eight goals. And you pointing uh, and you to pointing the top and of calling the it out. I'm very, very excited to see that. Okay, what, what last question? Do you got a celebration in mind if you, if you do get a goal? What's what's your go to? Gotta play it up for the cameras. I know you, you're, you're always looking for an Instagram photo. <laughs> you you can't celebrate. You got it's got to look like you're used been to there, scoring like goals. Been there, like you've been there. Yeah, been there before. All right, that's a good answer. Fair, fair enough. enough. Fair enough. I respect that. All right, man. Well, appreciate. It. Best of luck tonight, and uh, best of luck moving forward. And um, it's been fun watching this year. Thank you. Go Kuda. Go Kuda. Put you off.